That is one of those things. When things get too heavy, just call me helium. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little sports 56 happy hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. Hanging out with Brian Dagas. Big thanks, man. Terry Davis, Jake Crane, we talked to in the first hour. Now the first hour, the second hour is going to be wide open. We're going to talk a little bit of college football. Of course, there's some college news out there. Um, I'm sure you've heard. Jimbo Fisher was fired. Uh, that all came barreling out pretty fast. But uh, Mississippi State fired Zach Arnett, and I'm curious if you're their athletic director at Mississippi State, like who the hell do you fire? Like is Lance Leopold going to take that job? I don't think so. Um, I mean, I, I really just I don't know. It, it seems like it's going to be a tough. Um, it's going to be a tough fill for Mississippi State. It's going to definitely be a tough fill for Mississippi State. Man, Georgia routed Ole Miss 52-17. to A um, little update on Jackson Dart, who got knocked out of the game. Did you know that Lane Kiffin said that he could have gone back in the game, but they chose not to? No, he could not have gone back in that game. He looked like he was dead. Mm. Like, dude, you had you got sandwiched by like 330 pounds and 250. Yeah. Man, I don't, you, they weren't going to put him – he wouldn't – they weren't going to put him back in the game. Um, he They did say, though – um, he should be fine. He does feel better, and um, he should be ready to go next week. So, Jackson Dart. Now, um, we do have to get into a little NFL talk, and we we get to the NFL. Go ahead. I've got some breaking news. Uh oh, is it good? Tigers not in the top twenty-five poll. No way. Did it just? Did it really just release? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, John. How many votes they get? Fifty-three. They'd be ranked number twenty-six if we extended the poll. Well, you know what that means. That means they went on. Friday, and they'll be in the top 25 next week. Maybe. Maybe. They win against Michigan. They do a good showing in in Atlantis. I promise they Here's will. Here's a hot take for you. Memphis does not cover Friday night against Alabama State. Okay, what's the line, though? 20... It's not out yet. I mean, okay, I'm mean, i just saying, whatever they it is. They didn't cover against Jackson, uh, mm-hmm. Jackson State this year. The line was 21 and a half, I think. Uh, yeah, it was. And they won by, like, what, 14? This Alabama State team is kind of fun to watch. You've seen them play? Oh, they yeah. They played Ole Miss. Played Ole Miss, and then they played— uh, They played Ole Miss into a very good game, first game of the year. somebody pretty good in their second game. Um, I don't remember who. Somebody ta- uh, Some Big Ten team, I think. Mm. Mm. And they only lost by, like, the spread—Iowa. Uh, and they only lost by, like—I think it was, like, 31-and-a-half, and they lost by 31. Covered. So they're a cover, bunch of covering machines cover, right now. Cover mach- two and zero against the spread, John. Zero and two in real life, but two and zero against the spread. It's all that matters. It's all that really matters for your fan base, unless you're, you know, unless you're trying to make the top twenty five, like yeah, Tigers. like Tigers. So um, Tigers are going to take care of business. Now we got to get to a little bit of uh, NFL talk. We get to the NFL by the wonderful people that make the weekend perfect, and that's the people over at Tito's. Tito Beverage came up with this recipe. 
He taste tested, shared with a few friends, then taste tested again until he came up with the best juice around. No frills, no flavors, no fancy fancy labels. Tito's, it's just the good stuff. It's crafted and distilled right here in the United States down in Austin, Texas. It's six times distilled and distilled in classic copper pots. Gives it a very unique flavor, slightly sweet with the black pepper note. It balances everything out. Doesn't matter if you're crafting a cocktail or drinking it neat. Get your Tito's on today. And remember, it's also 100% gluten-free. Yeah, that's right. Don't get your gluten from your Tito's, man. Or don't be drinking your gluten. Get enough gluten when you drink, eat bread, I think. I don't really know much about gluten. I just know I don't want it in my vodka. It's 100% corn. And I know that Tito's is the best. Three-time winner of the vodka tonic. Now, it's time to talk a little NFL football yesterday. And I have to just start with last night, with what we saw last night. Holy cow. Do you know that um, the Jets have been in two primetime games this week? Did you know that? Yep. The last week, I mean. Yep. Do you know how many drives without a touchdown they've had in the last two games that were on primetime TV? I'm going to guess a lot, John. 36 consecutive offensive drives without a touchdown. Bruh. That is ridiculous. Now, I had the under, so I was loving last night. I was rooting for punters and defense. It was great. Field goal kickers, yeah. Um, but damn, dude, you honestly, I hate to say this, you can't really blame all that game on Zach Wilson. Did he throw the big interception at the end of the game when they were right down there knocking on the door trying to steal that junt? He did. But throughout the game, how many penalties did they have? That offensive line is absolutely terrible. There were some big drops as well. And that vaunted defense, well, they gave up that fourth quarter, that touchdown. And Josh, and you got to give it to Jacobs. He was the heart and soul of the Raiders. Josh Jacobs was running down their throat. He wasn't fearful. He was running, running. And there was one play when he was going for a first down. They had like four dudes on him. Dude was wrapped around his ankles, and he pushed on for four yards and got the first down. Josh Jacobs, uh, he he was masterful. But the reason I bring up Zach Wilson in all this be, is is basically to say the quarterback situation. We put all, everything on the quarterback, do we not? Uh, everything. We put everything on the quarterback, and we constantly talk about it. We always and we tell coaches how great they are. But the most important thing for a coach and a general manager. You have to be able to evaluate talent and then develop it. You become a great coach if you evaluate talent, you get the right guy into your system, and you develop the hell out of him. A la, look at Andy Reid. Who did it? You know what? They got He got Donovan McNabb, evaluated. He was great. Came out of Syracuse. He developed him, and he was great with the Eagles. They couldn't win the Super Bowl, but they sure got to a few of them. They were at the damn. They were at the NFC Championship game year in and year out. They made it to Super Bowls. Don McNabb was a bad mama jamma. Then he goes to Kansas City. Who do they evaluate? They draft what was it, eleventh? What was Pat Mahomes? I mean, eleventh to fourteenth in that area. In that area, let's see. And he turned Pat Mahomes. Didn't start him the whole year until the last game. Sat him behind Alex Smith. Comes over. He takes over the world. Now, now he's got Super Bowl titles. Tenth. 10th. Oh, man, I was behind him. I was saying 11th through 14th. 10th. Yeah, same range. Yeah, a little. I, I was. I was. I didn't give him the credit he deserved. Top 10. But, man, Andy Reid knows how to evaluate talent and develop it. And that's one of the keys. You look around the league, 
That is like the most important part of this this job is to be able to do that. Andy Reid does it. Now look at Bill Belichick. They call him the GOAT, correct? They do. Do you know what Bill Belichick's record was before in Cleveland? Did you know that he even coached in Cleveland? Uh, I did, but I don't know. I don't know the record. Well, it wasn't very good. He uh, coached five seasons between 1991 and 1995. He had good quarterbacks. Uh, he had Bernie Kosar at the end. He had old Jeff Hostetler. And then he had Vinny Testaverde, still young Vinny Testaverde at the end. In that, in the, in that span, they did not have one winning season except for they did in 1994. They went 11-5. and five, And then they get into the playoff game and, and lose. So Belichick gets fired, goes and spends five years as a defensive coordinator, gets his second chance with New England who had Drew Bledsoe and then got super lucky with Tom Brady, and we didn't even realize how great he was. Now, Bill Belichick, did he bring in some nasty defenses? Was he a great in-game manager and a coach? Hell yes. Did he did he evaluate and develop Tom Brady? He helped. Damn straight he did. But he's still like the defensive guy. He didn't necessarily evaluate Tom Brady and bring him in to replace Drew Bledsoe. If Mo Lewis doesn't crack Drew Bledsoe's chest in his sternum on a hit when Drew Bledsoe's running down the sidelines, do we know that Tom Brady is – does he ever become Tom Brady? A really good question, John. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he was a late draft pick. He couldn't even start it in Michigan. They kept trying to give the job to Drew Henson. Now, he ended up starting at the end of the year, but they kept trying to go to anybody but Tom Brady. Tom Brady, we know seven Super Bowls, super stud, yada, yada, yada. Tom Brady's great. But, man, did you watch that early game? Again, you have to be able to evaluate the talent, bring it in, and develop it. And Mac Jones and the New England Patriots, that is – that's embarrassing. I talked about how bad the Jets' offense was. I'd take Zach Wilson over Mac Jones right now. Yeah, I would too. Are you kidding me? I, I've never. I couldn't. Believe, I can't believe I'm saying this, but yeah, I would take him over Mac Jones. The Patriots were so bad yesterday. I mean, I, it looked like it was an ugly game. Was it? Was it as ugly as it looked? It was uglier on, on paper. It was uglier. The interception that Mac Jones threw over in the end zone, where he was on his back foot was uh, underthrown by seven yards right to the defensive player. My man's wide open. Mac Jones, they had such little confidence in Mac Jones. On the last drive of the game, they replaced him with Bailey Zappi. Yeah, you heard me. Seen that movie before. Bailey Zappi. Like three times last year. But, man, I'm wondering now, because, again, Andy Reid, we talk about quarterbacks. And, again, look at what he did with Donovan McNabb. Look what he's done with Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's taken quarterbacks and he's developed them. Bill won because he got luckier than Cooter Brown and had a greatest run in the history with Tom Brady who landed in his lap, took less money. He developed the defense, and Tom Brady just went out there and dinked him, dunked him to death. Is Bill as great a coach as everybody says he is? Since since Tom Brady's left, it's been ugly. The crazy thing is the first year Mac Jones was there, he was he was actually pretty decent. In fact, Mac Jones, when he first got to uh, college, I was looking at it this morning. I wish I had it on me. It was something. I think he was like ten and seven in his rookie years, or so. no, I don't know. Yeah, ten and seven maybe. Like he was good, and since then, 
absolutely an abject failure. They're two and eight this season. He's ten and seventeen the last two seasons. That is not getting it done. I know no, that he's not. missed on a ton of wide receivers. This New England Patriots team's just terrible. And again, Bill Belichick, they call him the GOAT. Is he really? I, I don't know, man. I mean, again, Jimbo Fisher has a national championship. I mean, he did it with Jameis Winston. He was awesome. He, um, he had a ton of respect. The quarterback whisperer. He, that, people said that back in the day. And again, I got to give Jimbo credit back when he was young. When he, when he first started out, he did, he did a lot of great things. I mean, bro, he, he got Jamarcus Russell, who was a super stud. I'm not going to sit there and act like, you know, with what he did with him in LSU. Jamarcus Russell in college, if he wasn't sipping on that lane, he would have been a good NFL quarterback. Right. But he got Christian Ponder to play above his, uh, you know, better than he was. EJ Manuel, he got a national championship with Jameis Winston. It's when he left. And basically, this is also the reason he left, because he didn't get anybody to replace Jameis Winston. And you remember Willie Taggart, when he took over at Florida State, he couldn't even get anybody. He didn't sign a high school quarterback the two seasons he was there. Yeah. Look at Mike Norvell. Why has Mike Norvell been so successful? Because he took Jordan Travis when nobody wanted him. He left Louisville. Yep. And him and, and Kenny Dillingham, Mike Norvell, Kenny Dillingham, have developed Jordan Travis into one of the greatest quarterbacks in Florida State history. Most rushing yards for a quarterback. Man's throwing all over the yards. Now, they got weapons out the wazoo. Johnny Wilson, Keon Coleman, my man Bell. They got weapons galore, but Mike Norvell, Mike Norvell developed a quarterback. And, and, and then talking about quarterbacks, Frank Wright, when everybody was talking about the first and second pick in the NFL draft, Frank Wright, man, quarterback whisperer. He's going to do great things with who, whatever quarterback. Houston, on the other hand, I don't know if you know this, but Houston is just a terrible football team. Did you by any chance see what their record was the last three, the previous three yep. seasons? Yep, sure did. 11, hold up, I just saw it. 11, 38, and 1. 11, 38, and 1. Holy cow. That's just... Bad. That's what they are now. Do you know what they are? What, uh, five and four? Yes. They just beat the dead gum Cincinnati Bengals. That's wild. Um, I mean, yeah, you hear this right. Five and four. C.J. Stroud is tearing things up. And the thing is, DeMarco Murray, defensive coach. Frank Wright, yep. the offensive guy. But again, evaluate and develop quarterbacks is the key here. And if your evaluation in Carolina was to take a undersized guy, 5'10", 180 pounds, you basically took Doug Flutie without the athleticism. Doug Flutie had to go to the Canadian Football League and was not drafted. But you took a 5'10", 180-pound man with the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. When you had a full-grown man behind him in C.J. Stroud, remember – I don't know if you were, remember this. Me and Gabe got in one of the biggest arguments, and I'm like, I take C.J. Stroud all day, every day over Bryce Young. I'm not taking a number one pick on a guy that small. If he is special, even like Kyler Murray who has like joy – like game speed. Like, I mean, he's a video game speed. I don't want a guy that small who can't take – you. Got, dude, availability is very important in the National Football League. 17 games, you get killed. 
Bryce Young is too small. So again, evaluate and develop quarterback. You evaluated bad. You're not going to be able to develop Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud, the Texans evaluated right. And they've developed the hell out this young fella. And he's tearing things up. So basically, coaching is all about finding a guy who can go out there and evaluate and develop quarterbacks. That's what Ross Bjork, the AD for Texas A&M, has got to find a coach who can go out there and evaluate quarterbacks, bring them into that campus, and develop the hell out of them. Mississippi State fired Zach Barnett. They got to go find a coach who can go get a quarterback, bring him in there, and develop his ass. Look at Bo Nix in Oregon. Look at Carson Beck at Georgia. Look at Jalen Milrow now at Alabama, how long he, how far he's come since the first game of the year. Till now, he's not a liability. He's a dead gum weapon out there. They figured out how to use him. Get the talent in there. Develop it. You'll keep your job. Just kind of a little, little sidebar thing I was thinking about when it came to the quarterbacks. But again, back to the games. You know what we got tonight? We got the Denver Broncos and the Buffalo Bills. We have Josh Allen, who's a turnover machine. Nine picks this year. You got a Bills offense that basically goes out there and runs same dead gum. What is it? 80% of the time they run just splits both sides, no motion, single back. Josh Allen in the shotgun. Yep. Broncos, though, they started off the season really, really bad. Kind of picked it up a little bit late. They beat the Packers, who. Aren't that great. But do you remember the last game they played? I don't. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. Now, that was when Taylor Swift was not at that game. Uh, good point. And remember, Mahomes was sick. He was he battling was, the flu. Yeah. But still, they beat the Chiefs 24-9. That great Chiefs defense gave up 24 points to the Broncos. Buffalo Bills defense ain't nearly as good as the Chiefs defense has been. Is seven and a half too much? Jake Crane said, buy that junt down, get it to six and a half. He loves Buffalo laying the touchdown. Man, I don't know about this game. But I will make sure I give you my final opinion in the very last segment of the day. On the other side, however, it's time to talk, well, Hardenwood because it feels so good. We got nothing but a bunch of funny things to get to. Don't you dare touch the dial. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports56WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports56WHBQ. 4.9 meter V8, 0 to 60, and I'm about to find out. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Brian Dagas is hanging out with me, and we are busy, busy, because, man, it's been a wild week in college football. Like, I mean, it was a wild week in college football. Poor Ole Miss, they got beat up by Georgia 52-17. Tennessee got slapped around by Missouri. Josh Heupel has an issue going on the road. 
Michigan, James Franklin's now three and seventeen versus top ten teams. Michigan only threw eight passes, and at one point they ran the ball thirty-two straight times. Mississippi State fired Zach Arnett. Texas A&M has fired Jimbo Fisher. So a lot of news going around. Plus, we have NFL action tonight. NBA's full uh, full swing. Tiger basketball's amazing. Like everything just is, is kind of right in the world. Makes me think to myself, I can make it a perfect day by going and getting a little central barbecue. Yeah, that's right. Central barbecue for lunch where smoke is their sauce. That's some perfections. Their ribs are out of control. Their pork sandwich, their, their pulled chicken, their smoked turkey, their barbecue nachos. My goodness, their smoked wings. I like the dry spice and the sweet heat, the sausage cheese plate. Damn it, I'm hungry. Well, all you have to do is go to Central Barbecue. Good for you. They have five great locations. They got you downtown. They got you on Central. They got you over there on Summer, out here in Poplar, and now in South Haven. Central Barbecue, where smoke is their sauce. Go to eatcbq.com. You can have uh, some events catered, or you can ship that barbecue anywhere in the world. Central Barbecue, Maine. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Now, speaking of, like, some Maine... Central Barbecue straight up fire. Do you know what kind of food they eat in Argentina? I have no idea, John. I don't either, man. I don't know if I've ever been to an Argentinian restaurant. Well said. Thank you. I tried. I tried. But you know who has been? Travis Kelsey. That's right. He was in Argentina this weekend with uh, with his boo thing. Yeah, dude. She put on a great, great concert. She did awesome. Now, my, my question is, for all those little young fellas out there thirst trapping... For them, a little taste, TT Swizzle, a little Tay Tay, Taylor Swift. Um, what do you, do you think they enjoy the fact when her concert's over that she's making out with her boyfriend Travis Kelsey? Probably not. Right. How many guys are are thirst trapping over Taylor Swift? I mean, there's a lot of guys out there who find six is fascinating. Huh. I mean, she's a solid six. I'll give her that. Huh. I've just never seen like a guy be like, "Oh man, I love Taylor Swift." It's always like. Well, Travis Kelsey is. are like, oh, man, Taylor Swift is the stuff. Travis Kelsey is because my man literally flew to Argentina, went to her concert. I mean, like, man, Travis Kelsey's out there just doing his best life, ain't he? Sure is. I'm impressed. Good for him. Something about Taylor Swift music must be addicting. My girlfriend never listened to Taylor Swift. She gave her a try, like, a couple months ago, and now it's, like, all she listens to. Oh, she loves Tay Tay. I wouldn't say she loves her, but she likes she likes a lot of her music. Well, he's got a little extra time. You know, they had to buy this weekend, so yeah. that's why he's out of town with Tay Tay. Um, but you know, on Monday night, do you know next Monday night? This Monday night game doesn't feel very good. Broncos Bills next Monday night. It's Eagles Chiefs. Is mm. Tay is Tay Tay at the game? Mm. I don't know, man. Say yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, they just private jetting it all over the place. Do you think he paid for the private jet to fly to Argentina, or did she send it for him? <laughs> Probably she did. You think so? Yeah, probably. Damn, life's got to be good. Yo, man, my chick, my girl done sent her private jet to pick me up, man. You know what I'm saying? Life must be good. Um, Aaron Rodgers annoys the hell out of me. You know that, right? Yes. A lot of people think I would love him. I mean, he does ayahuasca, likes mushrooms, good quarterback. But for some reason, he just kind of, you know, he just annoys me. The whole Pat McAfee thing, then finding out he was paid. He's very, he's just... I don't know. It's kind of smug. You know how he was going out every before every football game and making sure everybody saw him on TV. You saw him last Monday night when the Jets were playing, and he's spinning the ball and 
talking all, all kinds of trash. Well, he didn't go out there on the field today. Said he wasn't feeling it. No, I'm sure he felt all the criticism and all the BS that was coming out. Um, but he, did you see, though, he did make a prediction that he will be back in mid-December. Did you hear that when he was talking to Melissa Stark? Uh, I saw the reports. I didn't hear him actually say it, but I saw everyone tweeting about it. John, I think he's faking it. So you think he's just lying? I, I mean, maybe maybe injured something. Maybe hurt his Achilles a little bit. I think he's lying. He didn't tear it. He must not. If he comes back in December, I know he didn't. He said that right now he's working out um, on a weight-limited treadmill at 50% of his body weight and plans to bump it up to 75% this week. Again, hopes that he can play in December. No way, dude. Behind that offensive line, you want to come back at your age? Behind that offensive line? If you say you actually ruptured, like had a ruptured Achilles, man, I don't think so, homie. But the thing is, is again, back to the conspiracy theory. Remember when I said last week, about, and I brought you into the conspiracy theory, that he never really ruptured it, that his oh, doctors yeah. are in on the gig? That's what I'm telling you. Well, do you know where he was after the game last night? With his doctors. Nope. He was at the, uh, he was at a very prominent bourbon and cigar lounge in Vegas. So he's I'm, drunk when he's saying all this um, stuff. He was drinking Blanton's Gold Edition Kentucky Bourbon, and he smoked a My Father the Judge cigar. And the thing is, is he hung out. I'm sorry, the whole, is that a brand? That's a brand. Mm. My Father the Judge is the cigar that he smoked. A little wordy. We need to. It's very wordy. Size it a little. My Father the Judge. Um, Give me sounds, one of those. Yeah, the My Father's a Judge. There you go. Yeah, that one. And by the way, the Blanton's Gold is 103 proof, by the way. Wow. It's a single barrel bourbon whiskey. It's highly regarded. Um, and it's not cheap because um, a bottle is about 300 at the liquor store. So how much do you think they sell it by the shot in a dead gum bar in Vegas? I can tell you. Well, he's got plenty of money. But he's smoking a cigar. He's drinking. But he was by himself. Like, he had no entourage, he had no person, and nobody was bothering him. He was just chilling at the 8 Club, and, like, a bunch of people took pictures and posted of it, and he's just kind of said, man, why wouldn't you walk over and be like, yo, what up, A-Raj? I got some mushrooms, you want to eat these mm. bad boys with me? Or, hey, yo, hey, yo, A-Rod, you got some of that smoke? Huh. Hey, hey, A-Ron. I mean, I'd have been hitting him up, but he was just sitting there chilling. Probably couldn't have gotten to a place like that. Probably too expensive. Oh, well, I told you, um... Did I tell you that Tyrese Maxey last week, how uh, the 76ers are better with Tyrese Maxey Ma- Tyrese Maxey than James go. Harden? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, I was right. Did you know he had a 50-point game the other night? Good for him. I like him. I like him a lot. I like him a lot, too. But he also brought uh, he brought a story to me that I didn't realize at the time. He dedicated it, the 50-point game to Kelly Oubre. Yeah, poor Kelly Oubre. Did you hear about Kelly Oubre? Yeah. Bro, have you not, when you were a kid, when you cross the street, you look to the left, you look to the right? You have to check both sides. Do well, they not teach you that anymore? Uh, I mean, it very well might not have been his fault. You never know, I mean. Um, well, I know one thing. I, he got hit by a car, and I don't know, man. The cars, I don't know, man. I know, I know for sure I know two people that have been hit by a car, and it, neither one was their fault. Because they didn't look to the left and to the right. you got to look both sides no. before crossing the street, bro. No. It's a fact. Yeah, but it, it can. Some, it's not always their fault. If they're walking across the street and it says, like, you walk across the street and someone is, like, on their phone and Again, that's why it, you look left or right. If it, if it just says the little walking symbol and it flashes green, 
It don't mean that somebody's going to stop. You might want to look to the left and look to the right and be like, okay, I got the right away, but my right to like life is look to the left and look to the right. And then like if you're if you're somewhere and you uh, you know, are in the street because somebody tried to rob you and someone flies around a corner doing like 75 and a 30 and then hits you and then you're in a coma for 10 days. That's that, a that's a rough day. That that I don't think that's your fault. I mean, that sounds okay, like okay, a okay, lot okay. of other people's okay, fault. Okay, 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 okay. Majority that's, of the time, that's two true stories that happen to people I know. Okay, well, you know the very rare. I I'm just saying, so. most people though, if they're like getting hit by cars in the street, like do me a favor, look left, look right. But Kelly Ubro got uh, he's in a hospital. He got banged up pretty bad, bro. Yeah, I hope it he didn't. Got, I hope it didn't mess bro- with his face. He's, he's got, beautiful. He's got broken ribs. He's got bruises and abrasions all over him. What about his face, John? Is there anything wrong with his face? Man, no, I didn't see anything okay, about good. his face Whew. being busted up. Kelly Oubre is beautiful. Have you ever seen Kelly Oubre? Of course I've oh, seen man. him, but I don't know if you know this. I, I look at Paige Spreenak and, oh, the Cavender twins. Do you know who they are? Yes. They're, they're somebody that I would probably check out more than Kelly Oubre. Huh. Did you hear about the unretirement of Haley Cavender? Yeah, that's ridiculous. She's taking her talents to TCU, unretiring to play a little basketball. Bro, when you make a million dollars to play hoops in NIL, I I would call that unretiring. Yes, she's just going back to school to play college ball. But remember, um, the Cavender Twins were the highest NIL under Libby Dunn when they left. Got to make that money, man. John, did you, uh, you watch any Iowa football? Are you a season? Hannah or a Haley guy? Neither. Which one do you find Neither. more attractive? Neither. It's all for me about the personality. Is it? Yeah. Doesn't sound like. Who has the better personality? I don't know which one yet. Huh. But that's how I. Would so which decide. one do you like better? I don't know yet. I have to get oh, to know I one, see. and then I would tell okay. you which one's better. So you don't have they, a favorite right they're now. Identical. Huh. You know what? I got a joke for you. I think I can tell this one on the radio. I'm very concerned. All right, I shouldn't probably do this, but I'll do it. So. There's this very, very wealthy man, and he's dating these three very attractive girls, okay? And he goes up to them, and he, and he, he wants to get married. He's, re- he's ready to settle down, and he just doesn't know which one to marry. So he goes to the first one, and he gives her $5,000. He gives all three of them $5,000. And then he comes and talks to them like a week later and says to the first one, what'd you do with your $5,000? And she's like, oh, baby. I went and got a spa treatment. I got a little work done on my face. Got some Botox because I want to look beautiful for you. Because I think you're the best man in the world. And I just want to be the prettiest thing on your arm. Second girl goes to. She's like, hey, what would you spend your money on? She's like, oh my God. I just, you know, I don't have a lot of cash like you do. And I've always wanted to shower you in gifts. So I brought you I bought you some new golf clubs and a bunch of new shirts and wow. oh my gosh some new shoes. She spent that? all $5,000 on him. It's pretty damn nice. It's nice. It's real nice. The third one. But it's his money. You can't forget about that. The third one. He goes, "What'd you do with your money?" She goes, "Oh my gosh. I invested it. I did a little day trading." And in a week, I've doubled my money. Here's your $5,000 back. Yeah. And with the other $5,000, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest it, and I'm going to make us a huge nest egg. God forbid anything happens. Don't you worry, baby. I got your back. Heck yeah. So out of those three women, do you know which one he picked? The number three. No, the one with the biggest boobs. Uh, <laughs> got me. Got me. Oh, it's a pretty <laughs> good joke. <laughs> did you like that? John, did you watch Iowa football on Saturday? 
Um, they shut out what? Who was it? Rutgers. They won twenty-two to nothing. They shut out Rutgers, and they even got the under. The under and it was twenty-seven and a freaking right. half. And everyone was going in on the under twenty-seven and a half. Uh, well, I went in on it. John, do you like watching Iowa football? I I, I like asking people this um, because I get different answers when from I have unders. People. But like, is it enjoy? Like, if you don't have a bet on Iowa football, are yeah. you gonna sit down and watch it? I mean, actually, I, I, you know what? I don't. I'm not a. I can't stand watching Iowa kind of person. I like defense. I like when it's – I mean, I like games that are going up and down the field. I just like football, damn it. I've heard a lot of people – I was talking to one of my buddies the other day, and he said that – It's I, different, man. I like different – look, I like redheads. I like blondes. I like mm. brunettes. I like curly hair. I like short hair. I like it all. I was talking to one of my friends. What uh, would you call Iowa, by the way? Well, I'm about to tell you. Okay. Because one of my buddies said – I asked him if he watched the Iowa football game. This was Saturday night, and he said no – Said Iowa football is like watching paint dry. I mean, it's it's so slow, it's so boring. Nobody's scoring. Said you're looking at it the wrong way. Iowa football is like watching Vincent Van Gogh paint Starry Night while also cutting his ear off at the same time. I mean, it's it's mesmerizing. It's 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 tough to watch, but it's also beautiful at the same time. I mean, you've got to you've got to appreciate the beauty, John. Your buddy told you that? No, I told my buddy that because he said it was like watching paint dry. Well, man, I gotta say that was—I thought for sure whoever said that was going to be a pot smoker because that was some deep stuff. Interesting. And you don't smoke any reefer. No, I don't. Never have, never mm-hmm. will, huh? No, it's just Iowa football is beautiful. Man, that, I, I like that. Thank you. I, I have to say, it's like a Picasso painting Starry Nights. No, it's not no. Mo- Van Gogh. Van Gogh. There you go. Starry Nights, uh-huh. and then also cutting off his ear at the same time. He's—he's he's painting with one hand, cutting his ear off with the other. Jeez. You you sound like a party when you go out with no that was pretty good thank you that was that was a uh, I got to give you a little credit now um uh, what other weird story did I have for you that I thought was so great oh did you see um do you see a uh, Sharon Moore the coach for Michigan State who was filling in for Jim Harbaugh did you see his post game Michigan not Michigan State John you get in say trouble Michigan State? you get in trouble for that if you're up in Michigan sorry yeah. about that sorry uh, Michigan. Jim Harbaugh's team, the one that's under investigation. He's crying after the game. Bro, Good for him. he was crying, but also he was like, I just want to thank the Lord. I want to thank Coach Harbaugh. He's like, laid it all out on the line, man. He's like, I effing love you, man. Yeah, but he, he didn't did. say effing. No, he did not. And he said, man, I love the ish out of you. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say ish. He's like, man. He's like, we got the best players, the best AD, the best university, best alumni in the country. I love you guys. <laughs> These guys did it, man. Oh, my God. Bro, you, you, <laughs> it wasn't a close football game. There wasn't reason for tears. You just kicked Penn State's ass. James Franklin's terrible. Sure did. I hate to say this. I think you just took any chance at being the head ball coach of any program in the history of the world, and you lost it in that 45-second tape where you were crying and cussing on national television. After thumping Penn State and screaming, I love you, Jim Harbaugh. I thought it was, I thought it was very I thought it was very touching, John. You thought it was beautiful. touching? Oh, yeah. I, I thought to myself it was cringy. <laughs> I was like, bro, like you got that is just that is yeah, do absolutely that in the locker room or something. Don't do that on national terrible. television. And then I also wanted to bring up this last thing. Did you hear? Do you remember uh, Jeannie Bus from Playboy? Yes. 
Oh, so you saw the Playboy edition? No, I I, I think I know Genie Bus from other. Things. Okay, so see, you, you better let me finish my question because immediately yes, you said right. yes, and if Ma, uh, Melinda was listening, she thinks that you got Playboy. Yeah, I can guarantee that'd Melinda's be a very not. old Playboy. I, I by can the guarantee way. Uh, Melinda's not listening right now, so I don't think I have to worry about that. Oh well, let me tell you something, Melinda. What what are you doing that's so important that you're not listening to me? Working. Let me let me ask you something. Okay, okay. making money. All right, all right, all right. I'll give her an excuse. But Lakers owner Jeannie Buss, also again in Playboy, she's married to Jay Moore. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, do you know how crazy of a relationship that they have? I, I do not. I don't know if I want to know how crazy of a relationship they live they in a three-unit building. There is the bottom unit, which is massive. Okay. The middle unit, which is massive, and then the top unit, which is super massive. Okay. Jeannie Bus lives on the top unit. Okay. Jay Moore lives on the very bottom unit. And they're they're married? And then some dude just lives in the middle. And they're married? Yep. They don't like to live with each other. They like to have a little bit of space. She loves huh. it when she wants to see him. She can go outside, hop in her elevator in her PJs, just ride the elevator down straight to Jay's place, and then they can hang out. Who's the guy in the middle? Just some dude. Huh. Some rich dude who, like, pays to live in the unit in the middle. Huh. Man, all I know is that is, like, if Jay, but, like, he's Jay Moore. You know, Jeannie Buss is working with the Lakers all the time. He's uh-huh. not doing anything. You think this, hell, like, you think he has a back door of his crib where he sneaks all his ladies out? Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, that's obviously, if you're living in two different, I mean, complete spaces, I mean, you got to think that might might happen. Jay Moore said the other reason they don't live together is she's all clean and keeps everything organized. He's, he's messy. He says, I'm a, I'm a man, I'm a guy, I'm a guy, I'm gross. He's like, yes. I like to be in sweats and wrinkly shirt all day. And, and you can't do that around her? He's like, uh, sweat, sweat pants, I bleep belch in my sleep. He's like, I'm kind of nasty. So they basically get together just to sleep with each other, I'm in- guessing. Interesting. That's, I mean, that's... John, out of like all a, the stories you've told sounds today, sounds like a hellacious good marriage. Probably. That's the craziest story I've heard today. Like, you know, if you're the dude in the middle, like, I want to know who the guy in the middle is. I really some do. Some rich dude, man. Some rich dude. That's that's the most important factor to the story. Is who's the guy in the middle? Yeah, we're gonna find that out on the other side. But we're also gonna make you some money. We got Broncos at the Bills tonight. I'm gonna tell you what side to take. Sports 56 98 5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus. Again, big thanks to Jake Crane in the first segment. Terry Davis, we talked Tigers, college football, little NFL, some funny stories. We've had a pretty uh, fun day. Told a joke. It was great. It was great stuff. Now we got a little Monday night action. We got to get a little bit serious. We got the Broncos and the Bills currently right now. According to my line, I have Broncos getting seven and a half points. That's when you got to lay one fifteen, or you can take the Bills minus the seven and a half, lay one oh five. Right now, let's just look at this Buffalo Bills team. If you haven't paid attention in the last few weeks, there's something clearly bothering Josh Allen's shoulder. Um, he in the last month. 
is the worst passer in the National Football League other than Zach Wilson. It passes over 15 yards. That used to be his bread and butter. He's obviously got a shoulder injury. It's bothering him. He did get an extra night of rest uh, since it's a Monday night game. I don't know if it's going to be enough. This Broncos team, by the way, again, winners of two straight. Then they went on a bye. They got to be feeling a little bit better. Remember when they gave up 70 damn points to the Miami Dolphins? I remember it. It was ridiculous. But since they gave up that 70 points to the Dolphins, they have beaten the Bears, they have beaten the Packers, and they've beaten the Chiefs. They somehow, I still hadn't figured out how it is they lost to the Jets this year, but they did lose to the Jets. That's just a terrible one. But, man, I feel like seven and a half points right now with Josh Allen playing the way he is, his many turnovers. I'm not a big believer in this Bills defense. I think, I can't believe I'm saying this, Russ Diculous might be able to do a little bit of cooking. And I don't think that Denver defense is all that bad. They got some dudes over there. I think they keep it within seven and a half. Buffalo ekes out a win three to four points. The right side, though. It's the Denver Broncos, and yes, I almost want to vomit in my mouth saying that. I'm not a big Russell Wilson fan. Sean Payton's annoying, but I'm taking him tonight plus the seven and a half. For Brian Dacus, I'm John Harden. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I hope you have a great Monday. Get out there, make the world a better place. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace. Monday.